Dear business leaders of Hong Kong, a major international bank has recently downgraded its investment outlook in its quarterly report for Hong Kong, citing a number of reasons, including the possible falling property prices, an unexpected slowdown in mainland Chinese tourist arrivals, and the tension with the central government over the Occupy Central issue. An economist has once put a price tag. Of 1.6 billion dollars per day, if Occupy Central is to go ahead, is this a mere bluff, trying to thwart the movement, or a calculation based on plausible assumptions and objective observation? While it is natural for the business community to have concern, I believe it is also prepared to weather any peaceful civil disobedience act, like what we have already experienced in the early morning of 2nd July. The disruption caused by the Occupy Central movement to the business should be insignificant, as nowadays business transactions are conducted and investment decisions are made not in the physical offices in Central, but through the cyberspace, via satellite phones and the like. Likewise, accountants, lawyers, and business consultants can continue to provide advice to businesses through remote access. And the back offices have all been relocated outside Central due to the soaring rent. All major banks and financial institutions will have devised their contingency plan, which would provide them with a backup, alternative operation plan, and virtual office during the time of power failure, natural disaster, or an epidemic. A blockade of Central will disrupt the traffic flow. But may not be able to prohibit people from walking to work from the fringe of the central. The central is a facade of Hong Kong's capitalist system, and the Occupy Central movement is symbolic rather than anything. In the past, the business community has avoided making overt political comments or taking a stance on any political issues. I'm rather taken by surprise. To learn of the stance taken by some of you, when I saw the advertisements published in some local newspapers, if there is anything to be worried about, I believe it is the erosion of our core values, which will make life difficult for business. Only by preserving these core values would Hong Kong continue to be able to function as an international financial and business hub. Recent cases of deferred prosecution of selected participants in demonstrations and protests, and undue delay of decision to prosecute ex-members of the Executive Council, have raised the question of whether Hong Kong is still respecting the rule of law, a concept which is so fundamental to the survival of the city. The rule of law refers to a principle of governance in which all persons. Institutions and entities, public and private, including the state itself, are accountable to laws that are publicly promulgated, equally enforced, and independently adjudicated, and which are consistent with international human rights norms and standards. The existence of a law is necessary, but that is not sufficient. The law must have a certain core component, which guarantees the basic human rights and human dignity of every person. Second, 
the independence of the judiciary is severely undermined with untimely issue of the white paper by the State Council on the implementation of the Basic Law. The white paper, among other things, regards the judiciary as part of the governing structure and requires the judges to be patriotic. Third, the recent corruption charges against high-ranking government officials and property tycoons and the condemnation of the ex-ICAC commissioner against extravagance, inappropriate behaviour and dereliction of his duties by various legislative council committees all heavily tainted the austerity and anti-corruption culture of this society. These three pillars support a level playing field for business, and the erosion of any of which will topple our system. Martin Luther King Jr. has said, Change does not roll in on the wheels of the inevitability, but comes through continuous struggle. No doubt, the young men and women of Hong Kong will continue to take various forms of peaceful civic disobedience action and in the name of freedom and democracy. Instead of having any new jerk reaction, the business community will need to adapt to this new social and political environment and try to convince the central government that only by preserving our core values will Hong Kong be able to maintain its uniqueness under the one country, two system and therefore its competitiveness. The business community should have experienced the ease and certainty with which you can do business in Hong Kong when compared with a lot of mainland cities. As a beneficiary to the system, the business community should echo in one voice to preserve these core values and to make the system to continue to function. Hong Kong is still the place to do business as no other places in Asia has the kind of freedom, diversity, energy and vibrancy. While you and your business have been leveraging on Hong Kong's success in the past, it is time to defend the system when its continuous survival and existence is at stake. I wish you all a good summer break. Yours sincerely, Kenneth Leung.